Greetings, I'm Noel Deer. Welcome to today's Daily Devotion. I hope these next few minutes will encourage you as you seek to learn God's Word and abide with Christ. Our focus today is James chapter 5, verses 1 through 6. Now these verses communicate an angry warning to those who are rich. Knowing a couple of things before we get into these verses, uh, understanding a couple of truths, I think will help us to better understand what these verses are teaching. So let me share those things. First, today's American definition of rich does not match the biblical category of rich. We think of rich people today as those who have multiple homes or jet airplanes or yachts, and certainly those are rich people. But the biblical category includes anyone who has extra. Uh, the truth is, if you are in no real danger of starving to death or freezing to death, then you fit into the biblical category of rich. Most of the people who watch this video or listen to this podcast, we are biblically rich. And let's keep that in mind as we read. The second thing I want us to see before we jump into the verses is that sometimes the Bible addresses those who are rich and godly, and sometimes the Bible addresses those who are rich and ungodly. It addresses those who, though they may go through some of the motions of Christianity, they are not genuine children of God. I think about Paul's message to Timothy about rich people in 1 Timothy 6.17. That is a focus on those who are rich and godly. Listen, instruct those who are rich in this present age not to be arrogant or to set their hope on the uncertainty of wealth, but on God. Now, Paul is addressing people who are rich and godly. But the passage we'll focus on today, James chapter 5, this focuses on those who are rich and ungodly. These are people who are not genuine believers. Their God is their money. Now, let's jump into the verses. Verse 1 says, Come now, you rich people, weep and wail over the miseries that are coming to you. Now, we have to remember here that the real problem was not their wealth. The problem was what they were doing with their wealth and what their attitude was toward their wealth. I think about what Paul said in 1 Timothy 6.10 when he said the, the, the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. He doesn't say money is the root of all kinds of evil. It's the love of money the love of money. And, and, and you can have a love of money even if you don't have very much money. And so let's remember, wealth by itself is not a sin. It's what we do with that wealth and how we depend upon that wealth that can be a great sin. I'm, um, I'm mindful of the story that Jesus told of uh, the, the, the rich man and Lazarus. Do you know that story? It's in Luke chapter 16, and Jesus talks about a rich man who ends up in hell and Lazarus, who is a very poor man, who ends up in heaven. Now, sometimes people will point to that story and say that that's evidence that rich people go to hell and poor people go to heaven. But that is not a precise way to look at that story. In fact, that's not what the story is about, uh, e even a little bit. But if you look more precisely at the story, you see that while the rich man does go to hell and the poor man does go to heaven, 
that the poor man Lazarus is in heaven with Abraham. And Abraham was a rich man. So there is a rich man and a poor man in heaven in that story that Jesus uh, Jesus shares. So wealth by itself is not a problem, but wealth is dangerous. Jesus said in Matthew 19, truly, I tell you, it is hard for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven. Wealth can be a danger because it can keep us from really learning to depend upon the Lord. So what should we do if we're rich? Well, two or three things very quickly. First of all, prize your riches less. Uh, You can have riches, but don't let riches become the most important thing in your life. Number two, do good with your rich with your riches with your wealth. You know, wealth can be an opportunity for sin, but wealth can also be an opportunity for blessing. Uh, use your wealth uh, to uh, to love people, to care for people, and to honor the Lord. And then finally, work hard to depend upon and rely upon God and not your wealth. Let's look at verses two and three. He says, your wealth has rotted and your clothes are moth-eaten. Your gold and silver are corroded and their corrosion will be a witness against you and you and, and will eat your flesh like fire. You have stored up treasure in the last days. Now, James is going to give us uh, in the two verses I've read and in the verse that follows four reasons why these ungodly wealthy people should weep over their wealth. The first reason is that their wealth is temporary and it's subject to the ravages of time. We saw here, it says your your wealth has rotted, your clothes are moth-eaten, your gold and silver are corroded. Your wealth will not last forever. Uh, we can amass great wealth, but one day we're going to die and that wealth will be left behind. And that wealth will be very important, unimportant uh, in uh, in relation to our eternity. The, the other reason we see here in these verses that these ungodly wealthy people should weep over their wealth is that these wealthy people were adding to their treasure as if their lives would go on forever. You notice right at the end of verse three, it says, you have stored up treasure in the last days. That means even knowing that Jesus is returning and that life is brief, uh, some people continue to focus on wealth as if it were the most important thing. And uh, that's a reason. That's a reason to weep. Look at verse four. Look, the pay you withheld from the workers who mowed your fields cries out. And the outcry of the harvesters, harvest, harvesters uh, has reached the ears of the Lord of armies. See, here he gives us two more reasons why these ungodly wealthy people should weep over their wealth. First, uh, these wealthy people were guilty of a crime against others. It says that they took advantage of people who worked for them. And then the second reason, the fourth uh, in, in total here, is that the unwise wealthy people were to be judged, will be judged and condemned by the Lord of armies. God has heard the cry of those who have been mistreated by the wealthy, these ungodly wealthy people, and God promises to bring judgment into the lives of those who have mistreated them. Now, we need to figure out how these verses intersect with our lives and not just dismiss these verses as if they were 
uh, written just for some super rich robber baron uh, of, of sorts. So how could it be that we would be tempted to withhold money from workers? Well, the answer to this question perhaps would be different for um, for each of us. Uh, are you in a role in your workplace or in your company uh, where uh, you set salaries for people? Uh, if that's the case, are you generous or are you stingy? Are you generous or are you stingy? Uh, do you have people who assist you around your home? Uh, maybe uh, mowing your fields, as it says here in uh, in, in verse 4. Uh are, are you generous with those people or are you stingy with those people? Uh, do you go to restaurants uh, or in uh, or to other places where you have an opportunity to tip people? I, um, I hear people, even Christians say sometimes, well, I'm going to make them earn it and I'm not going to give them something that they don't deserve. Well, you know, I understand, but God has given me so much that I don't deserve. God has been so generous with me. Um, we as Christians, uh, we should be characterized by that same kind of generosity. Are we stingy or are we generous? We should be generous. We should be generous. Look at verses five and six. You have lived luxuriously on the earth and have indulged yourselves. You have fattened your hearts in a day of slaughter. You have condemned, you have murdered the righteous. Who does not resist you? It's hard to even imagine how this could be true, uh, of those who are uh, at least portraying themselves as Christians, it, it says here at the end of verse 6 that they have even murdered people. But what I want you to notice is a progression. It starts off by saying that they indulged themselves, and then they fattened their hearts, and then they condemned others, and then they murdered others. When we, due to our riches or our power or our privilege, when we throw off restraints and discipline, then we too will begin to go down a path, a scary path that'll lead us to doing things that we never thought uh, were possible. Listen, these are powerful words, and it's a reminder that we should be characterized by the same kind of generosity that God has as God shows his love to us. Friends, thanks for watching or listening. If you're on YouTube, please hit the like and subscribe buttons. That really helps us get the word out. On your favorite podcasting app, search for Pastor Noel's Daily Devotions. Further info at noeldeer.com. I hope you have a great day as you seek uh, to, uh, to honor God and to abide in Christ.